What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears, oh. With every Nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're You're the the one listening who's the nerd. So you can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an Hello, energy. welcome to the Engineering Show. This is Mr. Pold. I'm St. Jimmy. That's Mr. Pold and St. Jimmy. And I'm DVD. That was unnecessary. <laughs> Very redundant. Welcome to another adventure in the Engineering Show. Is it an adventure? I sure. was thinking we were a drama. Oh, it's What's the drum? Like they have dramedy for like a comic so drama. Drum, dramedary. Sit What's drama. A, sit drum. What would be a drama and a adventure? Dramamine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are your ear crystals better this week? No. We got to do oh. a fake sponsor real quick. Our fake sponsor this week is Murphy Flower Beds. Easy storage for winter. Also <laughs> try our Murphy River Beds. Those are a little more wet. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what a Murphy bed, it's the one that folds up into the wall. Google yes. it. Um, we cannot guarantee that the flowers will <laughs> survive. <laughs> you have to do hydroponics. Mm, you're doing you a Murphy hot water bed. That's where the river bed comes in. Murphy, Murphy water bed. beds. <laughs> Murphy's law. Whatever can be folded up into a wall will be. <laughs> I'm not sure that's Murphy who did that. <laughs> Coming soon, Murphy Podcast Studios. Ooh. Good work. Complete with podcaster storage. You know, James Bond was murdered in a Murphy bed before. Well, murdered in one? Yes, he got folded up and then they shot it and he supposedly died in mm. the movie You Only oh. Live Twice. Gotcha. Spoilers. <gasps> It happens in the first five minutes of the film. So. Oh. <laughs> Dress is just falling around Dr. No. No. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Dr. Yes. This is not Dr. Feelgood. Yes, yeah, so my, I, I think I figured out what I did wrong. I should have been taking it more easy. But I figured, oh, the vertigo's gone. I'm going to sweep off my roof and clean out my gutters. Mm. 
The next day it came back. Like, oh, Vertigo's gone. I should go on some roller coasters. The very next day? <laughs> yes. The Vertigo came back. Wednesday away? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I only did half my roof. Hmm. So I still need to sweep the other half. and Top or bottom half? The <laughs> gutter. <laughs> well, we have a dozen very tall pine trees mm. right above my house that drop, drop pine needles. Well, there's your mistake. And pine cones all over the roof. Mm. And then they, the ones that don't stay on the roof get washed down in the gutter where they pile up. And you need gutter guards. I've thought about it, but... You need to hook up... It's too fun to clean the gutters out. Airlines all over your roof that you can pressurize and it just blows everything off. It's <laughs> a good idea. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more complicated than just going up there once a year and sweeping and oh. cleaning gutters. You could hire someone to do it. I, I don't mind. Oh. Except it aggravates... <laughs> It's where to go if you're not done. With oh, yeah. Elevation. Luckily for me, it only affects me when I'm trying to sleep. Weird. When I'm laying down, if I also if I look straight up or if I bend over, then it hits me. But if I'm just upright. Or if I walk. No, walk. Or stand fine. for too long. Standing and walking is fine. It's just oh. when my head is parallel to the earth is when I have You problems. need a conehead's bed. Oh, maybe I need a Murphy bed. There you go. You lay in it and it folds into the wall. Yeah, and then I'm no longer parallel to the earth. I'm do you remember the bed in the movie Coneheads? I do not. It was up against the, it was the mattress up against the wall and it had cutouts for them. Oh, and they right. would just stand oh. in it. Maybe I should get that. Yeah. At least that's my re- remembrance <laughs> from something probably saw 20 plus years ago. Hmm. And so this weekend, I did some more yard work. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, well, Friday, it was nice when I got home from work. And so I noticed that there were some weeds right oh, next boy. to my porch. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to pull those weeds. So I pulled those weeds and I noticed, oh, there's weeds over there too. So I pulled those weeds and I noticed that there were a few dandelions that had escaped my wrath last year. Mm. So I dug those out. And then I noticed, hey, there's a lot of weeds growing in my flower bed. <laughs> so I went over to the flower bed and pulled weeds for a couple hours. Well, then Saturday, uh, my wife and I had been talking about getting rid of this big bush that's in our front yard. Mm. And it's always growing like over the sidewalk or the walkway up to our door. Yeah, and they're pushy like that. It makes it so if you, even if we look out the window, we can't see if anyone's in our driveway. Mm. So we decided to pull that out. Nice. That's what we did. We moved to our place. We I pulled out three or four that were between the lawn and the house. Bushes. Like, Jeb. Yeah. George. Well, w. Like, she said she wanted us to be able to see out the kitchen window and see Barbara. What's, what's happening? Going on. Yeah. Yeah. This. So this bush was made up of like maybe a dozen or so, one and one and a quarter to one and a half inch thick. Um, Stocks. Oh, that's Stocks. a lot easier than what I was done with. And Trunks. I've got a some shears that can handle up to an inch and a half. You have a truck. You just wrap a toe strap around the base of the bush. I saw that hap- what happened when we did try to do that with DVD's bush. Oh, did it not go well? Well, first you it have to hook it strap. on. Well, you that, that's a toe. That's not even that's not a toe strap. 
That is a strap for I holding something down. I was thinking maybe if I use chains, but... Do you have chains? No, but... So oh. what I did was first I cut all those, mm-hmm. oh. pulled it apart, and it left a clump. Mm. And then I dug around it, and I found there's one big root that was like I am three root. and a half inches diameter. Okay. And then there were like three or four smaller inch and a... Like inch to inch and a half roots mm. so i dug out i uh, cut those smaller ones with my shears and for the big one i just got my hatchet out and chopped at it till i got through that <laughs> and i was able to just pull the whole root bundle up out of the ground nice and and it made a lovely soup <laughs> and then just you know put the dirt back in the hole and now you can now you're bushless now you can, can't even tell there was a bush there when we pulled ours out my son was helping me cut it out and stuff and then my wife pulled up in the truck and i just <laughs> grabbed the thing just ripped it out of the ground threw it over in the lawn my son's looking at me like i was like when you get a woman you'll understand <laughs> you've got to impress them well um during this my wife's like well maybe do you want some gloves or something you know i'm like oh sure they're in the truck and she starts walking into the truck i'm like and the truck's locked She's like, oh yeah. So she went, and she and got the keys, keys. Are in the truck. Oh. While she was unlocking the truck, is when I finally got through the last with the hatchet, and so I just pulled the thing out, and I walk over to him like, oh, we don't need them anymore. <laughs> so yes, I understand. Got to be manly and just pull That's the right. whole thing out. Did you pretend it was a mandrake root? No, I didn't. Oh. I was getting caught on the on the shears. I was thinking Doctor Bushier. Uh, Bushier, <laughs> like for Bushier. cutting sheep. Push here. Yes. Now I can look out my window and see my entire driveway. Gross. Did, when did we work on the Fiero oil filter? Monday. Okay, so we hadn't talked about Monday, that yet. Monday, Monday. No. So we're almost close to getting this Fiero put back together. It's and so I'd probably well decide together. to change the oil. And so I was looking in the repair manual to see if it listed stuff about that in there. And... I found a section that said for certain late model ones mm-hmm. that there was this different way they did things. So I looked underneath and I was like... They used canola oil instead. No, the the drain plug is about four inch diameter. A big threaded It's got cap. a cartridge filter in and there. The, oh, okay. Pull that off and the cartridge filter is right in there and you pull it out. But that's ah. also the oil drain. So you have this four inch opening. 24 millimeter socket we had to go buy a socket yeah, we went to oh, wow. <laughs> and then i was wrenching and i had my ratchet and an extension and had my feet against the ramp the car sitting on mm-hmm. and just like was straightening my whole body with it when it gave came free the ramp no <laughs> <laughs> i was like well there's a couple of things that could have happened i broke it loose so it's now loose i broke the socket <laughs> it just came off the socket uh-huh or something else so i checked it and it was loose i loosened it oh good so then I went to the, we went to the store, same time we got the socket and we got an oil filter cartridge style that said it would fit. So I get back and it wouldn't fit. Hmm. There was like an extra about, let's see, on the lower portion of it, there's a um, gasket that goes all the way around. Mm-hmm. And the one we pulled out of it, the metal, I mean, the gasket was pretty much the last thing before it gets to the filter. Well, the one we got had an extra eighth inch of metal above that, and that mm-hmm. part was hitting 
was pushing on it hard enough. I could see where it was leaving a ring was where the cartridge goes in. It kind of is larger at the opening and then slopes for like the first three quarters of an inch. Mm-hmm. It's the actual diameter. And it wouldn't go in far enough to thread the... Hmm. So I went to a different store. Like, well, we don't have one here in the store, but we can get one from the small town close, kind of <laughs> close by, like 10 miles away. I was like, okay, I can get to here for it tomorrow. It's like, sure. So I came back the next day and got it. I had brought the old one with me in a Ziploc bag, which one <laughs> bag is not enough to contain oil smell because now the inside of my backpack for two days smelled like oil. Oh. <laughs> but I, I com- took it out of the box and compared it and put it back in the box. It looked like the same. It's like, sweet. Um, I was walking back to the truck and I looked at the, the box and it looks old. <laughs> it's probably been on the shelf somewhere for like 20 years yeah is the casket still good yeah it seemed to be okay I just so rubbed some oil on it be oiled fine. it up last night finally climbed, climbed under there because I was kind of busy and didn't have enough time to work on it mm-hmm. pushed it in there like went up far enough nice put thing back on it that all put back together put almost four quarts of oil in I had two containers. I was like, okay, so I'm not going to do the math to see. It's like, oh, I'll just pour one into the other one <laughs> until it meets the four-quart line. There you so go. what the book says it takes. Mm-hmm. It didn't quite take that much. And it's got the horrible dipstick that once you pull it out, it like strings the oil along the whole side of it. I'm like, <laughs> well, this part is where it's all the way across. So I'm guessing that's where the level is. <laughs> yeah. So it's right in the proper range. It was just like, uh, I've got oil in it. So I popped in and I was going to check to see how much gas was in it from when she parked it. Um, you hooked the battery back up? I did. Nice. Three quarters of a tank. It's like, that's too mm, much. That's a lot of gas. You have to try to siphon some out, I think. <laughs> okay. Because um, if it was like quarter tank or less, I have a friend that's a really good mechanic. He's like, if it's less than that, I would just put five gallons of like the highest octane you can get from the pump mm-hmm. with some octane booster into it and it should be fine if you until it gets rid of that mm. so like it. if it has more than that i would pull it out because yeah. it's not going to be real gas anymore <laughs> it's going to be 40 octane or something yeah it's going to smell bad too dealt with that recently so luckily it's only got like a 10 gallon tank oh that's mm. good and it's weird it's right in the middle it's long and kind of Almost cylindrical shaped. It goes in the center line of the car. It's underneath the seats, kind of. So when are you going to retrofit the car so you can use it as a submarine, too? That's a good idea. <laughs> if it doesn't work, I might just push it off in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it done in the James Bond movie, so. Oh. <laughs> You've been watching a lot of James Bond, huh? Yes. So I, I was about to put the hood or the trunk lid whatever you call it engine yeah. cover back on it last night when i got called in for dinner so mm. i set it back down and so is that all you have left to do is oh and i decided i was just gonna turn the engine just a little bit to see if it, if it lurched enough i think the starter motor caused the whole car to lurch it's like i'm up on jack stands i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i'm gonna go back well, out did you push the clutch in i did oh. which makes me think i hope the clutch pedal or clutch cable is working working well, did it come back out when you let it go? I guess it depends on where the spring is. Yes, it still has. 
Hmm. It seems to have been pushed in. It felt like a clutch pedal. Interesting. So that might be something I need to check, but I think I'm going to this week get it off the jack stands because at this point engine work is done mm. and then push it out of the garage because I'm not going to try to start it while it's in my garage <laughs> yeah it's going to blow all kinds of smoke I'm sure yep um, so that's exciting yeah then what's your plans Don't know. at least it'll be out of my garage <laughs> your whole plan is to get it out of the garage yes if it runs, I'll talk to Zach because he actually talked about while he was he was just here visiting right. this past week and a half. He's rethought his plans on what he wants to do with his life. Now he wants hmm. to be a high school math teacher. Okay. Oh. So he's thinking he could go to school without any loans if he moved back home and went to the local community college for two years, hmm. paying minimal rent because right. he was, I didn't tell him he was going to be paying some rent. Um. But yeah, then he could get two years out of the way and then go finish up getting his teaching certificate. It's mm-hmm. really smart. I I think I scared him with loans. I told him all kinds of <laughs> You'll be my age and you'll still owe You'll still be paying eight hundred dollars a month in loans. <laughs> which is a portion I live in car payment. <laughs> Just tell him in portion nine eleven car payments. That's right. They used to do th- what do you guys keep track of money and like, oh, that's like four CDs. Buckets. Or, these used to be CDs for me. They don't want to take video games. Oh, that's a mm. bucket of $100 bills. <laughs> How many buckets can you buy? With, oh, just kidding. Well, we test drove our new characters for D&D. Oh. We did. Do they still have that new character smell? Well, mine still smells like a boar. Mm. <laughs> so Lovely. We decided we are going to play Thursday. Um, and so I spent Thursday and part of Wednesday planning out two different things that we could do. And then you came up with the idea of test driving new characters, which is totally different, which was fine. So we just <laughs> did something different. Oh, I put so much time and effort in making this character. We fought, it's like, I want to play it. We fought, hmm. um, a knoll and some dark gnomes. Because we're next to each other in the monster main. <laughs> <laughs> we just flip back and forth between the pages. Nice. I'm yeah. trying to get through. I they, have a whole stack of those they really encounter sheets I made. I'm trying to get into the old ones. Real well to level eight characters, but no. Hmm. And I pulled them off of the five to ten level table, but hmm. yeah, eighth level is pretty high for. Yeah, I figured out the some of the. Um, Battle no mechanics for my character. Yeah. Since he's riding on a boar. So. Yeah. What I should have done is gone through my character sheet and each feature just tried each thing out. Yeah, I didn't end up using any of my spells. <laughs> but rangers don't have. You know, I think I used spells. one spell on you, giving you additional armor class or something. Yeah. Hmm. But, but my son is now worried that. How well he's going to be able to DM since he got a concussion a week ago. Oh. It's like, well, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> if you start getting a headache, we can just stop. Has he done it before? DMing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He does it for his friends all the time. He's in a DM club. Okay, good. Or D&D DM. club. <laughs> I think they make everyone DM at certain points. All right. It's a good thing to try. 
Otherwise, we always have our original campaign that I would like to continue on. That's why I did some of the planning. I've even been drawing sketches hmm. of stuff. There's someone's Ooh. emblem. Yeah, you're showing Another us one. nobody listening to the podcast. No, it's a picture flag. of a thing and a thing. Oh. And another thing, woo. I've just been working swing shift 10 hours a day, every day. Are you doing 10 hours, huh? I only so worked five yesterday, but. Are you doing six days a week? Yeah. Eight days. Eight days a week. The good old six tens. I did that first time. Yep. I'm making lots of money. So getting stuff paid off. Nice. Yeah. It goes fast when you have. A bucket of hundred dollar bills yeah. extra in your paycheck every fortnight. I haven't really been checking our bills account. And my wife says, "Why is there so much money in there?" And I was like, "How uh, much is in there?" She told me, "I was like, don't look at that. I don't know because we used it to pay our tax bill yod, hmm. and it shouldn't be that much left over. You got to keep track of those things." <laughs> Well, we have it set up so we know how much our bills are, and then that the amount we put in there covers that amount every month. Right. But maybe we're overestimating right now. Mm-hmm. I need to go through and track it again. Yeah. Good idea. Or you've been forgetting to pay a bill. Ah. That makes me nervous. Mortgage. Yeah. What? Oh. <laughs> you got to pay those things? Hopefully not that one. <laughs> There'd be a lot of extra money in there. Yeah, it would. That'd build up fast. been coldest winter of my life dreams they have fallen like snow in the night i don't smoke that my job drug test like some more i feel i guess dub that real connections yeah i love them just to stay in our bubbles can't get enough of them Fresh out like a friend, I followed you around It's you only entertain when you alone and feeling damn But I'm not much for entertaining Especially against the studies at me So I feel this up with wood and music, music, love and pain In the journal with the post, kids with dreams and when it's raining Whatever the peace I found, I keep the soul from fainting Fears with is always found, I see it now reclaiming Lost day go in the auto dealer, how it pains me This has been coldest winter of my life Dreams, they have fallen Snow in the night Guess life's just different than I expected I don't know, maybe I got new perspectives Either way, we're all fucked the way I reckon Cause I took our only hope and they filled it with deception And I would be pissed off, but I'm too disillusioned Tied up to the answer, the riddle with confusion Don't need another voice, thinking and intrusive So give me love, cause all else is useless This has been coldest winter all right, well, should we do some nerded culture? I think so. I've got two things. Okay. Two things. <gasps> so the first one is that there's some researchers at MIT mm. that have been playing around with creating these large two-ton blocks of concrete that can be moved by hand. Whoa. And the way they do it is they... Um, they fine-tune where they want the center of gravity to be using different densities and then curving some of the edges of the block so that they can, like, walk them. Oh. Okay. 
Um, Why? So, is there a reason behind it? I'm just curious. Um, let's see. Because we can. That's how the pyramids were made. <laughs> well, they they are saying that this shows that how it possibly they possibly could have moved giant you know stone things around. Yeah, I've seen people do that on YouTube where they did back in the day. Yeah, they'd get a, a block up on end kind of and then walk it. Yeah, like you think about the Easter Island heads, right? And yeah, you know, maybe Stonehenge, um, that kind of thing. Um, Rockhenge, the pyramids. But there's a video that they have that shows them moving all these different blocks, and they configure them into like a wall with a staircase that goes up next to it, and they like just fit the pieces together. And hmm. so I, I'm kind of thinking of it as like two-ton Lego set. Oh, but you have those, but you move them with a crane. Yeah, but this one. I mean, you can't make something... Well, I guess you might be able to make something taller if you use ramps and stuff, but... You have to walk it up the ramp? That seems... I don't know. A really long, shallow ramp. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Giant Legos. Yeah. So the pieces they made were that they weren't quite two tons... They they were like thirty nine hundred pounds. Oh, so. slackers! <laughs> they haven't painted it yet. Uh, it's gonna take a hundred pounds of paint. <laughs> thick paint. <laughs> keep painting. Anyway, so what? What? How do you think we might use these to our advantage? What would it be some applications? How tall are uh, they? Retaining wall. Like, what the dimensions solid. were they? Um. I can show you a picture. This one's like twice as tall as people. Um, some other stuff. Oh, so they they're not about, rectangular. They're not rectangular. They're different shaped. <laughs> These ones are almost as tall as a person. <laughs> so Small retaining walls? Yeah. You could probably build a wall out um, of it. You could build a bridge out of it. Probably won't want to go much taller than that without using some kind of mortar. You no know, yeah. tie back into the the they're no. holding back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they could they could just start unrolling themselves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. How yeah, soil pressure is no joke, and people don't under, under, underestimate it all the time. Oh yeah, it'll it, eventually push over a wall. That's I think typically when you're building like um, a CMU block retaining wall or something, you'd put mm-hmm. every four feet in height you would tie back geotextile fabric into the slope. So the mm-hmm. weight of the soil above it is helping as well as trying to push your wall over. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of those, I mean, they have small enough ones that you can build a pretty tall retaining wall by hand. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hand stacked at least. Right. You need equipment to cut your cut back, you know, and then. Yeah. You need to like vibrate the soil to compact it. You can, well. Even if you're not using these with dirt behind the wall, maybe just... You, you could uh, use them for fencing. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be kind of overkill. Hmm. I could have used it for, like, Hadrian's wall. At that point, is it cheaper <laughs> to just, like, form up and just pour, pour concrete? concrete? I don't know. Because... 
That Interesting was, when you... That was a pretty big block for yeah. 2,000 pounds. And if you accidentally tip it over on your friend... 3,900. Well, right. <laughs> Approximately 2,000... <laughs> so they, they had one video where they had the piece at one orientation. They pulled um, something out of the end, like this little cylinder of cement or something and it rolled to a different orientation oh so like it waited so you could yeah take so they have auto they've adjust. like engineered where the center of gravity is and can man- manipulate where the center of gravity is to how it, to have you seen the there's a oriented. people that try to figure out the largest area you can get that you can get to turn a corner uh-huh like a half circle will do it but if you want to increase that, there's all kinds of weird shapes you can get. Like you'd th- it's like a furniture problem, basically. <laughs> yeah. To be able to turn a, a ninety degree corner. The old ladder problem. They have a lot of crazy designs that people have come up with. Yeah. Well, like so, these researchers, from what I read, don't really have a Goal. application for this stuff. Just demonstrating a basic principle. Uh, yeah, b- the concept. So you could build a house out of them. Could be. At least the base or the main floor, whatever, yeah. the foundation. But you'd, you'd still need to transport the blocks and you'd still to need, your house. I guess you could three D print the blocks at your house. Yeah, with one of those big concrete three D printers. But then you might as well just three D print it in place. Right. And you'd probably need a crane to get them off the truck. Right. At whatever site you end up at. Yeah. Oh, you could tip them over and make a really cool mosaic floor of concrete. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you could have them like on hand somewhere in a place that gets periodic flooding. Yeah, it might and work. then just pull them out of storage and build a quick wall um, just with human volunteers. You don't need to pull big cranes in there and things. You can right. stack together a wall real quick. Um, Put some yeah. mortar between the blocks to, or just sandbag next to it. You yeah. don't need as many sandbags, and the sand will just keep the water from going through. Yeah, let's do it. And it, so if it's easy to put together, then probably easy to take back apart. Yeah, right. So Reusable. if you only need it for certain times or events, you can put it out. Hey, they have corn mazes. We could have a uh, concrete brick maze. <laughs> there you go. Or when you're not fighting floods, it can be a playground. Yeah, there you go. Or if you have zombies attack and oh. <laughs> drop rocks on them. <laughs> All right. Well, the other one I had was um, so that one looked like they had special blocks that were made out of stair material. So just stuck them next to each other to make the stairs. Yeah, so the blocks... Some of the blocks the had stairs, stairs cut out of the side. Yeah. Oh, okay. And when you put them together, it created a staircase. You could do that. I mean, if you had a two-level, like your house is on a second tier from like your yard, mm-hmm. and you just get a truck to deliver those, the only time they'd need is the little crane to get them off the truck. Right. Just have them sitting there, and you can walk them over in place. Mm-hmm. And it's only have a stairway. So I was thinking like landscape, large landscape uh, duty. Mm-hmm. It'd work. Yeah. All right. So the other thing I want to talk about was, um, so everyone knows that the Notre Dame Cathedral burned partially down. Yeah. I mean, the roof and one of the towers. Yep. 
Um, apparently, they may be able to use some video game um, to help reconstruct it. So there's a video game called Assassin's Creed mm -hmm. um, what was it, Unity. Yep. Released in 2014. Had a 3D, really high-res 3D yes. scan of Notre Dame. Yeah, so they went, when they were developing the game, they went and really, like, look at the blueprints and everything and, like, came up with a real um, true-to-life model of the building. Hmm. Sounds like fun. So they could be able to use the video game research to rebuild it. There was also an artist who did a 3D laser map of the entire building. That'll make it easier. You that, tie a lot of that right. pieces right into a 3D printer if you wanted to make so, molds for things. Using both of those resources, um, they can go in and make it back the way it was, I guess. Um, I guess when they were doing the 3D scan... Um, what's, what was the guy's name? Uh, let me find out here. Because um, the guy who did the 3D scan has since passed away. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Andrew Tallon. So he was an art historian. Um, but when he did the scan, they uncovered anomalies in the structure. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't think any of those led to the fire, but yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, also, the company Ubisoft, which yep. is the one that makes the Assassin's Creed game. Make lots of good games. They are donating 500,000 euros to help rebuild it. Oh, cool. So, yeah, and it, it's a company that's based in Paris, so that makes sense. That yeah, they, would... they should have a lot of people. I've heard there's going to be a lot of people wanting to donate money to rebuild. Right. Which is um, cool. Let's see. Yeah, Fran it says France's richest businessman um, pledged 200 million euros. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so. I heard that uh, someone from was it Zimbabwe right now pledged like, 18 billion of whatever their currency was, but it's only like $5. <laughs> I saw pictures of a kid with like big smile on his face, but big arm full of like stacked cash. And it was just enough to like go to the store and buy like oh, a wow. small meal. Yeah. They'd run away. Um, Inflation. Yeah. Their government thought it would be a good idea to, to print money. Print money. Hmm. Let's make everyone rich. The reason why they don't let normal people print money and, the same reason why even though governments are responsible for printing money, if you print money like normal citizens do, there's repercussions. <laughs> it's not good. Or can cannot, can be not good. And that's nerdiculture. Cool.
Technology. We're going to talk about. I like it when you talk about civil engineering and architecture in the same time. Our <laughs> cell phones. What? Our cell phones. I think I have an S cell phone, not an R cell phone. Mine's a Pixel. Uh, according to Google, ninety-five percent of Android users pick up their phone every six minutes, which you guys both just did. <laughs> yeah, but mine sits is, idle in a is truck yours for an like, Android. Yeah. It's, okay. Well, it's a Google phone, so. It's, oh, okay, but it's got the Android yeah. OS and. They also receive a notification every seven minutes. I don't receive any notifications at night. Mine doesn't. Mine automatically. Yeah. Mine, it's probably it. not factoring in. Oh, okay. Because mine I've... sits in a truck like for twelve hours or eleven hours a day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not doing anything. It's different if you can't bring it to work, but. And I use it to read books. You. Oh. I, I mean, use mine to read yeah. books so, too. I don't think that counts. Because the, it's a little less bright than my bedside table lamp well and also uh, so i like prop it up on my chest against my chin and then i can read it because i get by my it. books from oh. google <laughs> since i get them from oh. google i can then read them at work too and it keeps track of i don't oh, have to yeah. keep track of where i am mm. at lunchtime at work so on apple devices they have a feature that you can look up how long you spend each day looking at each app on your phone. Mm-hmm. I heard about that one from Matt and Andrew from Matt and Andrew versus society. They were talking about theirs. So wait, if Android users pick up their phone every six minutes, the yeah. So what that are, was a Apple users Apple. like two minutes. That was a Google. They study never set them down mm-hmm. since Google. Oh, you're makes probably Android. Okay. And they didn't have that number for, Oh, I for iOS. users. So it's not like, Comparing iOS. No, it was the only data in this okay. article was from Google. Got it. I understand. Um, you can get apps for Android that. No, what he's saying is, <laughs> will tell you how long you spend looking at your phone at different apps, so that you can see how much of your life you're wasting looking at. Now you. they say wasting, but I do a lot of business for like my what I do at church. Well, then that's not wasting. And reading books. They're talking about people that are on Facebook for four oh, hours a day. Yeah. Only time I'm, on Facebook. I'm not saying you. I feel like you're saying me. No. <laughs> I just go on Facebook for the memes. I do too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Scroll through. The jokes. Oh, this is a joke. Sweet. Uh, the latest Google Pixel phones have something called digital well-being. That's this. Feature. It shocks you if you're on your phone it's, for more than, oh. <laughs> it yeah. lets you to monitor the time you spend on apps and set limits. Um. Some Pixel phones, you can just turn it upside down and it won't notify you if there's new notifications. My so phone already quiet sets mode. limits. Yeah, I can just do this. Then it won't make a noise. My phone right. already sets limits. It runs out of battery eventually. Oh. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> that was my limit today. Apparently, I did plug it in last night. I'm like, oh. But my phone is kind of old, so. Oh, mine's fairly new. So, alternatively, some people 
have decided to just do away with their smartphone altogether and go back to like a flip phone. Like a Neanderthal? Yeah. Neanderthal. Whatever. Um, there's also apps there's that also will... There's also Neander shorts. <laughs> um, what did Neanderthals wear? <laughs> Neander shorts. There are apps that take... It makes them um, like Instagram and Flipboard and stuff black and white so it's less appealing to look at so you don't just sit there and stare at it <laughs> I think people just need more self-control that's why that's, that's why they need to make that's why they were making tide pods less attractive <laughs> to eat i don't know wait a second are wait. you saying that i'm pronouncing neanderthal like a neanderthal no you're using are the, you the american wait so it's okay oh, it's like okay to make the things look visually less appealing to keep people from breaking the law but for items but not for people what law are we talking about? I'm just saying when you know someone gets attacked or something like, well, I could dress however I want. You should be able to control yourself. Well, maybe that, it's the same for that everything. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they're just saying making things less appealing so people don't overuse it or, or do disob. No, that's something that the user is intentionally doing to wean themselves off of it. They've admitted they have a problem and now they're trying to solve it. Um, if you got a problem, you'll all solve it. Give me your phone, I'll break it. Check out the beach while the DJ revolves it. So there's a guy that wrote a book called Digital Minimalism. His name's Cal Newport, and he advocates... What if he sells his book on Google? <laughs> probably. But he advocates that people that are having a hard time with what I guess they're calling phone addiction, that they do a... They take a break from their phone. So we were on a break. <laughs> the basic thing would be like, just say, okay, Monday through Friday, I'm not going to look at my phone for, you know, I'm gonna time wasting things. Text message that comes in. Oh, um, something that they suggested. Well, I'll get to that later, but just um, remove games from your phone. Well, that was what I was going to talk about oh. later. But <laughs> Facebook part of it, but um, he's saying you should, if you think this is a problem in your life, just totally go away from using your phone, Netflix, anything with a screen. Just decide for however many days or weeks or e months that you're going to just cut it out of your life. And, move to and Pennsylvania. then decide which of those things you actually miss or actually need and then bring those back in one at a Does time. Does it spark a joy? Right. It's that, <laughs> it, that's the type of thing that it's like, which I've made fun of, but I made fun of that. We've actually been using kind of that. Yeah. To well, get it's like, stuff. I haven't like, let's say somebody does it and they're like, Oh, I haven't missed looking at Instagram. So I'm not even going to put that back on my phone. I, I suggest you start with putting the screens back in your windows, especially when summertime yeah. comes so that, that way you can, can open keep them. bugs out and yeah. have the window open. Um, then there's the less drastic thing, which is just go in and turn the notifications off on the apps so that they aren't notifying you when there's a new Facebook update or, you know. <laughs> I did that a long time ago. <laughs> my so my much. wife will look at her phone and go, oh, I can't believe I have 36 Facebook notifications or something. It's like... That's really funny. The computer we're using for our show notes just Gave popped up in the Facebook <laughs> notification. You were talking about Facebook. Here's something from Facebook. Um, 
But like mine doesn't ever notify me. But I ha- I do have Facebook on my phone, but it's set to not notify me because I just I, I like it because I look at it, don't even barely turn it on. Look at it, I can just slide stuff off the screen. Yeah. But, oh, that's cool. Oh, the Vikings signed someone from my alma mater. That's cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um. Yeah, and the other thing would just be to like limit yourself, set a timer for how long you're going to spend on, or only use Facebook for when you're directly contacting someone. Don't use it to just scroll endlessly through posts. Or get a hobby. That was another thing Come that play the D&D with us. digital minimalist book suggested was like specifically get a non-screen related hobby that you can do to get yourself weaned. Like one of my hobbies is pulling weeds. And there you go. I well, actually kind of find it well, relaxing. If you find like, yourself yearning for more weeds to pull, I have a few. Me too. Mm, um, <laughs> I really like pulling my own weeds. Oh, so it's like anything else. I mean, if you're addicted to something, it means it's adversely affecting right. parts of your life. Yeah. And if that's the case, then yeah, you need to do things. And it's not like if you have a problem with drinking, you can't just like switch to beer, right? <laughs> I'm just going to drink a quarter of what I do. Usually if someone's an alcoholic, like they really have a problem, they got to stop it altogether. Otherwise, they'll yeah. just be right back where they started. Yeah, and it, the this type of stuff creeps. It's like, okay, I spend this much time on this. It's like, oh, what's this other thing? Maybe they want their hobby to be bubble saga or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when I, like, occasionally I'll be like, I think I'll just get this game again because it's kind of fun. Um, Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, as soon as I get to the 100th level, I delete it. Huh. Yeah, one. I was like, <laughs> there's levels past that. I was like, no, there's not. <laughs> not for me. I just won. Be quiet. I won. That's a good way to do it. Set limits on, on yourself. Yeah. Punish yourself if you're doing no, I'm just <laughs> If there's other people around you, maybe talk to them. Interact with of them. Look at your phone. That is, Only yeah, if you know really them, though. Big. Don't talk to strangers. Yeah, especially if they're reading a book. Yeah. Just Skype them. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing it said is like if you really want to use your phone, use it to interact with somebody rather than just passively looking at stuff. All right, so something I do every day that seems or, like it bugs me and it takes too much time out of my day. The other good thing is Sleeping. to use it to uh to listen to podcasts. That's oh. that's a good thing cuz then you're interacting. And that's... if you like a podcast, you know like Talk, keep a talk to them on use Facebook to talk to your podcasters <laughs> or tweet them stuff like that's that. That's probably what I do most on my phone all day is oh definitely a podcast. Yeah, me too. So which you don't even have to look at the phone, you just have the yeah. earphones hooked into it. And it helps you ignore other people. So yeah. well I do one earbud, so then I you know, because I can't ignore people at work. But oh. I can try, but I just um, make people feel bad that they're going to startle me because they're sneaking up on me when <laughs> I got headphones on. Yeah. Because I've got the big ones that cover my entire ear. Oh. So I can't hear anything that's going on around me. Well, that's why I have my desk, so I, I am facing towards the door. I do a lot of mentoring, and yeah, I'm actually I'm the senior guy I'm in my group. I'm actually standing so. in for my lead for the next couple months, so <laughs> I mean, probably need to oh. cut back on. Oh. Toning out the rest of the world. I'm going to be the lead in a couple months. You should, one once per day, grab a different person and pull them into a conference room. Let me talk to you. 
<laughs> I've only got two people working for me that are... As your lead, I <laughs> feel the need to... Yeah. And that's technology. Awesome. So in the news... That didn't sound awesome. Awesome! There you go. See? And make it believable. <laughs> um, what was this at? Pennsylvania. Where all things are Been fun. There. Done this. Yes. They um, have just honored an animal from their state. There. Oh, yeah? By naming it it's, uh, their state animal. The snot otter is the colloquial name for it. <laughs> it's actually called the... Um, Booger otter. The eastern hellbender <laughs> salamander. Oh. It's the largest salamander in the United States. So it's not actually an otter. No. It's an amphibian. Yes, it's a lizard, so those are slimy like Wait. snot. Mm. Lizards are not slimy. It's in the water there. Have you ever touched an alligator? Is it in out in, am- al- in Pennsylvania? No. Aren't salamanders amphibians? Isn't that a type of reptile? No. You got fish, birds, reptiles, amphibians, oh. mammals. I. Okay. I didn't know that. I'm a amphibians are slimy. Reptiles generally aren't. Oh, even if they've got slime on them? <laughs> if they've been slimed, then anything can be slimy. What about the alligator? <laughs> like snakes. Those are reptiles. They're not slimy. Snailigator? That's <laughs> not a gator. It's not gator. So I think that's interesting. Oh, and then other news. I, running back from my alma mater got drafted by my favorite NFL team. So that's good. In the third round. Yeah. Do you think a team will change their mascot to snot otters? They should. Pittsburgh. They're in Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh snot otters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 somebody somebody uh, was talking about this, and they said that when they looked up, trying to find a picture of a snot otter, it just kept on popping up pictures of Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's his nickname on the team. <laughs> I told them to call me Newt. Oh, <laughs> salamanders are like newts, right? She turned me into a salamander. Newt salamanders. She turned Isn't me into a otter. Yeah. Fantastic Beats. 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 Fantastic Beats. Fantastic Beats. Fantastic Beats and where to hear them. <laughs> and that's the news.
right. Does anybody have any consumption? <laughs> Sounds like yes. Colt does. Oh, boy. I do. <laughs> I'm just finding things with longer names so it looks like I have a longer list. <laughs> uh, apparently, I only watched one James Bond movie what? this week. Me too. I'm halfway through another one. I watched The Man with the Golden Gun. <gasps> played by Christopher Lee. Mm. I don't know who that is. Isn't that Count Dooku? Count Dooku. Oh, really? Also, in, uh, he was Saruman in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Sauron? Saruman. Yeah, whatever. Why did they make Saruman. the two Saruman. main villains' Saruman. names so close together? It's Sauron it's, and Saruman? You just gotta ask it's bound to happen. Mr. Tolkien. I mean, it's just random, right? Their parents named them that. So basically... Someone makes... They didn't know they were going to join forces when they were older. Yeah, what yeah. is Saruman's mom like? <laughs> <laughs> what? Ned! <laughs> you get in Sauron. there and clean your room! Sauron's is, grandparents. His name's Ned Saruman? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nedward. Nedward. <laughs> Nedward Saruman. It's anti-word anti of Edward. Like or and or. <laughs> Neddy! Neither and neither. Edward Stop. and Edward. Stop playing <laughs> with you your stuff neener? and clean your room. Stop pulling monsters out of the ground. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> James Bond is led to believe that this assassin that kills with a golden gun is after him. And so he goes after oh. the assassin. <gasps> oh, and it's also got that little French dude from Fan- Fantasy Island in Tattoo. it. Tattoo. Yeah, whatever his name is. Duplain. Okay. Something. I can't remember his last name. Yeah, he was in this movie. He's hmm. one of the henchmen hmm. or sidekick of Christopher Lee's character, Scarmander. I think his name was. Hmm. Anyway, there's some. He gets attacked by some sumo wrestlers. <laughs> oh, oh, I remember boy. that. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is the one where he. Um, fight some ninjas i guess he fought ninjas and other ones too but does some karate escapes in a speedboat anyway it's a pretty good one um and then i watched the first two episodes of cobra kai oh how was that awesome hmm. unfortunately the re- <laughs> the rest of the season in was canceled season two is behind a paywall Aww. so you have to get YouTube Red or whatever. Aww. Which I'm thinking about, since the second season just came out, I'm thinking about getting a free trial. Oh. Watching all the Burning episodes. them through. Because the episodes are like 25 minutes long each. So I'm waiting until we get done with the season of Game of Thrones before I get the trial of the HBO thing. <laughs> yeah. So I can binge those. Mm. Good idea. Um, but I thought so. Basically, Cobra Kai is the Ralph Macchio's character... Daniel DeLaRusso, Daniel mm-hmm. Russo, and um, Johnny Knoxville. No, Quest. Johnny John... Five. I cannot. Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wasn't Johnny Five. The character Johnny Lawrence. Um, the blonde. Thirty kid. years they later, beat him up. Right. <laughs> They're married. <laughs> well, um, Dan Daniel son is married. Oh, why is that so loud? Because the speakers are turned up. There. Anyway, and he is 
you know, pretty well off. He owns like car dealerships and stuff. And Johnny is not. But so they're well nicely off. waxed. Sweet. Oh, Daniel's not the well. Off? No, he is. Oh, Johnny's Johnny. not. Johnny isn't. Well, he looks like he's he'd living won in a trailer. All Valley tournament. I, well, the movie he music lives in video. An apartment. Oh, that's going off the music video. Yeah, you're going off of the No More Kings <laughs> yeah. video, Sweep the Leg, which they're both in that too. Yeah. Yes, it's a really good. good song. So it's great for nostalgia. There's a lot of um, flashbacks to the movie. Um, mm. It's funny whenever Johnny gets in his Firebird, an '80s song is playing. You <laughs> can tell he's definitely still living in the '80s. Yeah, um, that's weird how that happens to some people. <laughs> But anyway, it's, <laughs> it's pretty. You can watch the first two episodes for free. Okay. So if you're kind of interested, go to YouTube and check it out. Or is this going to get me hooked? It's not like the YouTube's turning into a drug dealer. It may. Hey, try these two episodes free. Yeah. And come back for more smash. I got what you need. Okay. And then. Oh, yeah. I watched. I finished Grand Tour Season 3. Oh. Apparently. I don't know if this is spoilers. There's. They're going to change the format of Grand Tour <gasps> after this. They will only be doing specials now. Oh, oh cool. So there won't be any interaction with the audience? Yeah. I do. Jeremy I'm, got actually really um, choked up when he was doing the last inter, you know, the thing with the audience. <laughs> and I you could I'll, see a lot of people in the audience were also like tears streaming. <laughs> I will miss Conversation Street. Yes, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, Grand Tour is a great show. It's very good. Hmm. And then, to top it off, I watched a show called Stan and Ollie. Have you guys heard of this? No. Yes. I only heard of it because a friend of mine posted a review about it on Facebook, and he hmm. gave it five out of five stars. It's a lot of stars. It is. Lot and of stars. it's a great movie. So it's, the subject matter is Stan Laurel and Ollie Hardy. Oh, uh, also known as Babe, is his nickname. And okay, the you Blue Ox. You find that out when you're watching the movie. Gotcha. Anyway, it covers um, a tour they did 16 years after they split up. Well, I guess they had some movies in between there. Anyway, after they were, everyone thought they were retired. They went on a tour in England, <laughs> and it's a movie about long-term friendships and just that kind of stuff neat so there's no um big action scenes and there's all no violence or anything no in fact the only reason it's rated pg and not g is all the smoking mm. <laughs> yeah period pieces yeah it's, it's funny when it's, it says pg some language smoking <laughs> <laughs> it's like Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's a very sweet and touching movie. Poignant. I, if you know, if you're familiar or fans of Laurel and Hardy, then I'd suggest watching this because it was. I only like Laurel. <laughs> I'm a Hardy guy myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. So they did a really good job with the um, makeup and prosthetics teams to make them look like Laurel look and Hardy. Really, a lot cool. like Laurel and Hardy. Um, nice. 16 years older than you're used to seeing them. But hmm. yeah, so it was great. That's what I got. All right. I watched a Bond film <clears throat> from Russia with Love. I love the, the fight scene in the train. 
Yeah. For that one. That was awesome. Those magicians and stuff. Well, and you know what's coming because he's got this awesome briefcase. Oh, that yeah. Q gave him. You know, yeah, there's a scene. Gotta, when's he going to use it? There's a scene where Q shows him the new gadgets in this briefcase, and you're like, well, they got to use all of them. <laughs> and they do. So you know it's coming, and you're like, oh, yeah, how's he going to get him to open the briefcase? It's the first train fight scene, but not the last. Oh. Because the movie I'm watching now has a train fight scene, too. Basically, their specter is trying to get Bond to steal this thing from the Russians so that they can sell it back to the Russians after they get it from Bond and kill him. Mm -hmm. Have him do all the legwork. Right. So they trick this Russian gal into pretending to defect, but she doesn't know she's working for Spectre and not the... Right. Not getting directions from her actual superiors, so. I heard all the police are in on it. They're inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yep, I liked it. And I watched the Adam Sandler movie called Bedtime Stories. Oh, I've seen that once. It's he and his sister grow up with their dad, and he owns a hotel. And then it flips to when they're adults and the hotel's been bought by this big hotel magnate guy. And he's he had promised their dad that he would let his son run one of his hotels, but he's just like the maintenance guy. And he ends up having to watch his sister's kids and they he tells them bedtime stories and stuff from the stories starts coming true <laughs> and he has to use that to his advantage. Is there like a TV remote control? And no. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but it's, he's telling these bedtime stories, but only the parts that the kids pipe in and make up oh, are the parts true. that come true. Okay. So, but usually it's doesn't necessarily come true the way he thinks it's going to, mm. but, and sometimes it's like, at first, Does it's he like start leading them to try to get things yes, to happen. But okay. it, but then they go and say some weird stuff, and he's uh, like, "Oh no, I'm gonna catch on fire," you know. <laughs> but oh, some yeah. of it's just like, "Oh, that coincidence happened, and it could have just been a coincidence." And then other times, it's like, "Yeah, that those people are doing something they would not do in real life because mm -hmm. the story's making them do it." And so it's it's funny. It's it's not it doesn't have some of the stupidity of his earlier films but <laughs> it's still got a lot of humor and a lot of recurring you know his friends always show up in right. small roles in it so mm -hmm. it's pretty good i liked it i think it's on uh netflix cool beans so i've watched two episodes of voltron Mm. Voltron. It's a new cartoon one. Oh my. I guess the old one's a cartoon also. <laughs> but my son has been telling me I need to watch it. Because I got to like the eighth episode and then stopped. Mm. In the name of love. There's like four seasons maybe. The four seasons? There's four seasons of it. Oh. <laughs> and then we watched Captain America. The, the first, first Avenger. Yeah. It was good. I forgot Chris that uh, Agent Smith was the Red Skull. I forgot yeah. that. Which was funny. Mr. Anderson. Oh, you're talking about... Um, Elrond. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to remember the Hugo actor's name. Weaving. Yes, Hugo Weaving. Oh, I can't remember his name either. 
Um, that's a good one. I forget yeah. how much I enjoy it. It's good. longer than I remember, but I like it a lot. And then I watched a comedian stand-up special called Nate Bargatz, The Tennessee Kid. So if you want to go see non... Newtonian. No, it's like a PG, <laughs> PG-13 comedy that's really good. Oh. And he's very low-key delivery. It's very funny. Mm. Um, it seems like I've seen them someplace before, and I remember there was a Netflix one called Comedians where they did sets from unknown comedians, and he's one of those guys. Hmm. So they gave him a whole special. Cool. It was good. Um, and then we watched a Jack Black movie that my wife picked out based on, she's like, when I was scrolling through what I wanted to watch, this one made me smile. So we watched it. It's called The Polka King. It's it based on a true story. Polka No, it made me realize I don't understand polka people's excitement about polka. We don't all have to like the same thing. That's true, but I don't understand how people... Hey, weird Al likes polka. That's the only kind of polka I like is his, I guess. Oh. <laughs> um, based on a true story about a guy that kind of, at first, mistakenly it started a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> he's foreign. He's from um, Austria, I think, or something. As one does. Maybe Poland. Everyone in Poland mm. does Ponzi schemes, apparently. Oh, just kidding. But no offense if you're from Poland. Very interesting. So check it out. It's funny. Hmm. Cringing sometimes, like. But it's good. <laughs> and then I watched uh, two episodes of Grand Tour today. Ah. They're a very funny RV one. <laughs> I was slight laughing so hard. They went to this dry lake, and <laughs> Jeremy had made his RV look like a like a cruise ship or like a boat. He drives it so from the to, roof. Yeah. He rigs it so he can drive it from the roof. And <laughs> oddly, after going up several, several bumps, he loses ability to control like the gears and... <laughs> breaking so oh he's just on this dry lake bed just driving and he's like it goes over to his hatch that he installed and it won't open uh-oh <laughs> so he gets the other two guys rvs to like ram into the sides of the front of him and slow him down using their brakes it's very funny mm, nice don't they end up having going to oh yeah the destruction derby at the end they decided to do a destruction <laughs> derby it's very uh, funny i like yeah that was a good episode and always playing tr- pranks on each other, which are funny. <laughs> Every time someone has a problem with one of their vehicles, the other two just leave them. <laughs> it's great. Um, <clears throat> I think I've watched other stuff. Oh, did I talk about um, John Wick 2? I don't think time? so. I think I watched it last when Zach was here. Hmm. It's very good. Lots of... Wicking? So the first one he kills, I think that someone actually counted as like 60 people. Second one, 100, no, it's almost 70 people. Second one, 140. So we're discussing oh. afterwards whether the next one is coming out soon, whether they're going to keep on that trajectory of doubling, so it'll be like <laughs> 280, or if it's like a steady straight line. He just bombs a hotel. Is it exponential growth? That's why we're it? talking about, I guess that kind of goes the nerd trend too. Just <laughs> talking about what kind of growth the... Well, you need three data points, so... There's websites even that, that people have figured out is accuracy with each weapon. Mm. <laughs> wow. It's in the 80s for most 80%. weapons. <laughs> but you should stop killing and or stealing this guy's dog. Yeah. <laughs> or his car, too. <clears throat> not I saw happy. this meme that says Thanos 
killed half the dogs with his snap, and now John Wick's joined the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> He'd make a good Avenger. Probably. Um, I ha- actually haven't seen <laughs> either of the movies. So. Oh, uh, it's got Neo in it. Right. In fact, it also has Morpheus in Are they one. playing their Matrix no. characters? No, okay. they're not. <laughs> but it's fun to see them together again. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. Um, I have been watching a lot of YouTube videos having to do with Dungeons and Dragons, so that's kind of nerdy. I don't put those on my consumption because (laughs) I watch so many of them. I could just put YouTube on there. nerd cred okay so yesterday my wife and i uh, went to the store to buy me some new pants and while we were out and about does we decided to go look at some um look for some minifigures for D. so we went to three different stores <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> you go to one in the city that's north we I, we went to two that are this in the downtown? city that we work in Okay, it's downtown. And one in the unincorporated county slash city <laughs> north of that. We tried to go look for those last weekend. We went to Warhammer store and those. Oh. There's like models you would put together for their things. They're bigger and. They're... So two of the stores we went in were actually all three of the stores we went in were very busy on Saturday. A lot of people in there playing Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> and other games. Um, But. So I did find, in the first store, I did find um, two figures of a boar, like a wild boar. And I saw them also in the other stores, and they were all about the same price. So, And then I've been looking to try to find a halfling ranger. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's pretty obscure, because <laughs> there are none that I could find in the stores. Mm-hmm. So what I ended up doing is I bought a halfling rogue... It has like a, a hooded cape and everything, mm-hmm. and a packet of goblins, 
and one of the goblins had a bow and arrow. And so what I did is I... You're kit bashing? I wrenched the head awesome. off of the halfling... Um, well, I wrenched both their heads off. <laughs> and then I glued the heads on the other what bodies. What are you going to do with the, the I glued still the, disembodied head? I glued the, the goblin's head onto the halfling rogue's body. Right, but so what did you do with goblin. the other head? Is it just a loose head? No, I glued it onto the goblin's body oh, okay. to get my halfling ranger. So you did an R2-D2 or C-3PO um, <laughs> droid head switch? Battle droid. Battle yeah. droid. And I, I used super glue, and so they're on there. And then I painted them today. <laughs> well, some I didn't paint some the figures goblin, come but... that way where you can actually glue them in yourself so you can like pose the arms or whatever. Yeah, I noticed that. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then I was trying to figure out how am I going to get my halfling ranger figure to ride the boar because mm, he's going to be riding into battle a lot. And I was thinking, okay, well, I could like you know, sand down the top of the boar and like put one of those little discs on there. And But then I found a better solution. Magnets. I thought about magnets, but I found an even better solution. Toothpick. So they they sell this um, this blue... Blue tacky stuff? Yeah, blue yeah. tacky stuff. For putting like posters on the wall? Adhesive putty. Mm-hmm. I actually had some holding up one of my posters. And so I... And luckily it was boar flavored. Yeah, so I took a thumbtack, put it in there, and took the sticky stuff off. And I just kind of shaped it into um, close to a saddle shape and stuck it on the top <laughs> of the boar. Now I can s- sit the... Um, Halfling up, and he'll stay on the board. Nice, and it's easy to pull it back off. And off. I use that blue stuff for when I'm painting mini figs. I saw a, oh. a tip online where you take an old like pill bottle, uh-huh. put that stuff on top, and stick your mini fig to it, so you have oh. something to hold on to that's not the. Figure. Oh, that's a good idea. And mm. for people with like, my hands cramp, if I do too much fine work, right, I can hold on to something that doesn't cause my hands to cramp. Yeah, it's very tricky to paint the smaller figures like the halfling. Mm-hmm. It's like. <laughs> so he's wearing mostly just brown leather armor <laughs> with a black cape. So Peyton and my wife and I are going to go online probably and buy minifigs for our characters for that campaign. Yeah, we didn't find... Um, I was like, how am I going to find an orc in armor? Oh, wait, he's in complete armor, so it doesn't matter. I just got <laughs> find, like a knight. Yeah. But I need to find like a Japanese-looking one because he's kind of got Japanese-looking armor. Uh-huh. Yeah, we couldn't find the uh, human cleric pulling a mace that my oh. wife wanted so she, but she had seen one online so she's gonna buy one online cool so there's one website where you can put po- or add mix and match stuff for your, like a custom minifig but mm-hmm. it's a little more expensive it's like might be as much as like 20 bucks for mm. but you can get it posed however you want you can pose it different ways on i the think website. the one she found you you don't pose it but you like put the what you uh, want on it. What or... you want, like okay, I want it to be human, I want it to be female, and for like ten bucks. That's not so. bad. That's my nerd grid. Cool. Is you that guys it? don't have any. I've well, been working too much. Mine's okay. pretty typical. Right. We figured. I have a transmission sitting in my garage waiting to be installed. Okay. Doing a lot of car work in the mornings when I'm not at work because I'm mm. working swing shift. So I got my the rear brakes and the parking brake fixed on my wife's pickup, and 
Next project is putting the new transmission in. Cool. So. Oh, I remember. I watched episode of Greatest American Hero. Too really. late. Uh, yeah, we're. He became a baseball player. <laughs> if you want to contact us and tell us what you would build with two ton Legos, <laughs> or what phone apps you're going to discontinue using to as your digital detox, you can email us at engineerdyshow at gmail.com. You can also message us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Engineerdy Show. You can go to our website, theengineerdyshow.com, and while you're there, you can get a t-shirt. You can see the picture we decided to use for this week's episode. And you can click through our Amazon link that's in the top menu to support the show. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be, my friends. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. Most guitars are made of trees. With some L for the strings. And some frets and two neat things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees You know me so, you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Pittsburgh snobbers <laughs> Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees Song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs.